Hello and welcome to Comics in Quarantine Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. And welcome to episode 22 of our show. Can you believe that? This is madness. Um, we are two comics who are in quarantine and we are solving problems. We kind of packed a lot into the title because we wanted to explain exactly um, what the show is. And um, after today's news, we're still in quarantine. So we're here for a while. Um, but basically, it's where we solve your problems. If you want to send them to us, uh, we can solve the world's problems as well, which I think, Steve, after 22 episodes, um, how's the world looking from your point of view? I mean, it's almost like we've created slightly more problems by suggesting wearing jackets and ties during a heatwave. But other than that, I think yep. we've solved a lot of problems. Yeah. And we did discuss losing the ties and the jackets, didn't we? I'm not didn't willing we? to do it. Not yet. Showbiz. Yep. I asked showbiz. and you said no. And you said no. So here we are. Um, so, yes, um, if you're enjoying the show throughout, you're welcome to buy us a drink um, because we are still at this moment unemployed comics. And you're welcome to do that on the joke pit link there. But you can also comment to us and send us things to say throughout the show. But... We do want to get into the day's news, Steve. I mean, come on, this is this is the best news forever, isn't it? This is Britain gets its life back. Things Woo! are opening up. July the 4th is when we're going to get so many things. In fact, I've made a little list of the various okay. things that we will be yeah. able to uh, start to enjoy. Um, mm -hmm. The pubs will be open with... Yay! I mean, because you're more of a drinker than I am, so yeah. I've actually not missed the pubs at all, if I'm brutally honest yeah. about it. Um, would you be willing to... Uh, sign your name on a little register like I mean I don't know if you're already on a register that's a personal question but remember yeah. at school so would you would uh, you mind them taking a register in the pub um, well as you've already said Steve I'm much more of a pub person I mean I've chosen to emigrate to this country specifically for the <laughs> pub culture that you have yeah. because the bars and taverns are nice in America but you can't bring your dog and, and your kids as well but you can't bring your dog and, uh, and so, that's what really concerns me. That's what matters as well. Sure, I'm almost, I'm almost preferring the idea of a pub where you have to say your name before you go in. I mean, because <laughs> where I live, there's a Weatherspoons. Of, I know this one everywhere. But sometimes, if I'm going to get a train on like a Tuesday morning, nine o'clock, there's a bunch of people who are already a few pints in, and you yep. think it would be good that their name can be written down somewhere because they are not going <laughs> to remember it later that day. So yep. it's nice that they can check on the way out where they live again. Uh, would be pretty good and uh, i also think um what they need to do is institute the one-way system because in the yeah. local shop that I've, where i go to all the time they put a one-way system on the floor i'm a logical chap eric you know my yeah. brain it likes the logic and yet if i'm stood near the biscuits there is absolutely no way to get to the bin liners there is just it is a puzzle that you can't do <laughs> and what i like about the one-way system is in a pub I think it might help the situation and mean that you no longer get the other thing that we do in Britain, uh, pub fights. It'd end up going a bit more like this. Watch it, oi, you nearly spilled my pint. You and me, outside, now. Now which way's outside? Just, it's this way. Oh bloody, I took a wrong turn on the toilets. Right, I'll see you outside, this way. Oh for fuck. Forget it. Saving lives. Acting. Nice. Acting. Acting. Look at that. Look at that. If this <laughs> show doesn't get a BAFTA, there is no justice in the, from this lockdown well, whatsoever. Back to that the acting. Um, restaurants open. Are you happy about restaurants opening? Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to still be too nervous to eat out. I mean, we haven't had takeaway once this entire time. We've done everything with home cooking. Luckily, my wife can cook. I can make uh, tacos. That's my thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just the people who work in restaurants, they're just dirty. I, um, I've i definitely had takeaway so much that I had a pizza delivered to where I was sat in a park at one stage. 
Um, no. Because why you cannot do that? Turns out you can. can. You if you drop a pin <laughs> and use an app and then just flag them down, um, you wow. definitely can. Park pizza is the way forwards. It's like outdoor. <laughs> they say outdoors is safer than indoors. Park pizza. Yeah. Solving, solving your problems. There's nothing quite like sitting outside eating food with this beard to make people think your life has not gone well. <laughs> um, the other thing that we could do, although I do want well, before we move away from restaurants, because um, yeah. it, it's the new rule, two metres or one metre plus. If you can't stay two metres away, you have to yeah. do other things to mitigate it, which they say includes perspex screens or face masks. Now, I'm not an expert, but you try eating with a face mask. Ah, delicious <laughs> steak. I can't wait for this. Um, so they need to look into that. Two households can get together. Are you happy about this? Are you coming over, Steve? Oh, I'm busy. I've got to be in a park eating <laughs> oh some... Oh, my God. I've got some park pizza ordered. For, <sighs> for when was it that you were suggesting? Whenever it was. That's when, that's when yeah. I can't do. That's when, it says any two households can get together. I'm not sure any two would be quite wise, because if it's the two out of Romeo and Juliet, some shit's going down. Um, although yeah. those kids were 14, they should be in school, but they're not back. Um, hairdressers, not something that concerns me, although look at what's going on with this. Ugh. Are you happy about hairdressers being open again? Well, I just cut my son's hair for the first time on uh, uh, today, what day it is, Sunday, yeah. and um, and I, he was happy with it. So, I mean, that could save me some money every year, um, but I'm not let, letting anybody touch these golden locks. That's got to be done by a professional. <laughs> so, I, Lovely. I, I used to work in the beauty industry, so I'm very sensitive about these things. Okay. Do you not think it's weird then, from the from the point of view of an expert beautician, that they've not mm. opened nail bars, but they are opening hairdressers now? Hey, again, they're I'm, working on the nail bars. They're I'm, working on the. Nail bars. I'm not an expert, but your nails are definitely at least arm's length. And your hair is a lot closer to your head, unless it grows elsewhere like it does for the bald people. But still, and look, I don't, uh, nail bars would be fine, but hairdressers, the normal chit chat they do is, um, been on holiday this year? Of course not. <laughs> been in flipping yeah. lockdown. Stop rubbing it in, hairdresser. Um, although I did this on Twitter earlier on. It's going to be from July the 4th when you can get your hair done, or as we could say, hashtag Sean on the 4th of July. <laughs> no one liked it when uh. I tweeted it either. Um, you suggested earlier on uh, it's odd that bingo halls have opened up, but yeah. stand-up comedy is not coming back. That's and right. I've been off and I've thought about this for a while. I think I know why. It's because Boris Johnson doesn't want the satirists. Because mm -hmm. we're going to be stood on stage saying what they've done wrong, how they should have ordered more PPE, all of that lark. The bingo yeah. people don't really um, do much in terms of satire, but maybe no. we get round it by having satirical bingo callers. Now, okay. For this little thing, I don't actually have any bingo balls, but I do have an easy peel orange, which I'll be using to pretend it's a bingo ball. <laughs> nice. Um, so it'd be a case of eyes down, first number, number of sides that Boris Johnson took in the Brexit debate, two. <laughs> Next number, a number of government U-turns since the uh, Dominic Cummings debacle, top of the shop, 80. <laughs> Next number, highest number that Pretty Patel can read out loud in public, 12. And number of children that Boris Johnson has. Um, got, got two oranges. Props. Acting. Yeah. Uh, that's good because with Stephen, I did not. We, I didn't know what you were going to do with that, Steve. And I have to say, the whole time I was like, "Number of children Boris has. Number of children Boris has. Yeah. Number of children." Boris. We've known each other too long. Two, two oranges, exactly <laughs> for that. <laughs> Which was harder to get those oranges than you imagine with the one-way system they got in the co-op. Oh, yeah. um, and then finally, 
Uh, museums. This was on the front page of some newspapers. Like <laughs> pubs are opening. Oh, great. Right. Cinemas. Yeah. Museums. Well, thank fuck for that. As if anyone <laughs> has given a crap. I mean, I'd love to know who's been like sweaty going, when can I get back to the museum? What I don't know if people have done like I've done and converted one of the uh, the hallways in my little area. I've turned it into my own little museum so I could museum at home. Take a look. Hi, um, can I help you with anything, sir? No, no, that's fine. I'm just admiring this work. The use of negative space. I realise the artist has worked in the medium of paint before, but this it's astounding. Like a, an essay on the futility of the human condition. Almost a, a love letter to the emptiness that resides within our hearts. Astounding. <laughs> Unsigned. <laughs> Very clever, yes. Um, that's a wall, sir. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. It's the main museum's through that door. Through the, no, I've just come from through there. That's where all the racist statues are now. Wouldn't be seen dead in bigger two swords. Thank you. Acting. Wow. Um, I mean, as an unemployed comedian, how can you afford art of that caliber? It's amazing, isn't it? I yeah. had to I had to scour the flat to find the bit of wall that didn't have either patches on it um, or a crack down the wall. So nice. harder than it looks, Quality. this um, comedy online look. And actually, <laughs> it was one of those where by writing the sketch, I realised, yeah, all of the time they keep saying these statues should be taken down and put in a museum. Why are they trying to make our museums racist? No one's going to want to be seen dead going in a museum for fear of, you know, it's not going to look good, is it? Put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely not the time. Not yeah. the time. You, but, do you reckon we as comedians are going to get live gigs again soon? It, well, there's been mixed messages today on the different comedy forums about whether or not we can be back because apparently Pubs. you can go to the cinema, but they can't have live performance. You can have oh. a the theater, but they're worried about us exhaling and getting all breathy on people. Mm. So there's different rumors about clubs opening and not opening. Um, I mean, if, if it continues like this, I mean, you're probably just going to see comedians around every corner of every place you can go standing there with a mic stand and a speaker, just be like at every museum, there'll be a comedian because well, that's where we'll belong if they don't let us <laughs> back into the clubs. Out on the street. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not sure whether or not there'll be live gigs back anytime soon but who needs live gigs when you've got comics and quarantine solving problems buy us a drink the link is down the bottom check the little <laughs> words underneath it as well and keep sending the messages um right so mark says evening steve and eric uh re weatherspoons if they insist on names are they going to write them on the pint glasses Ah, oh, that's good. So when you pull bits of pint glass out of someone, you can work out who it was that put it there. <clears throat> also, Chris says, uh, method. Thank you. The acting. The acting. Um, and uh, two COVID victims, 88, says Mark Randall. Oh, that's a harsh. They should have been, they should have been uh, shielding, but it's all over and done with. And uh, right, so wherever you sat watching it, uh, we've got some messages coming through. We'll get back to more of these. And don't forget, you can buy us a drink. Uh, the link is down the bottom. Right, what are we dealing with next? Well, I mean, somebody who loves live performance almost as much as we do, Steve. Yeah. Um, and I think also just, you know, wants to just connect, let his inner comic out, uh, crack a few jokes every now and then is, of course, the president of the United States. And um, he's been missing his live events as well. Um, that's where he gets to get his fascist on. And, you know, you miss it. You miss it when you don't get to do that. And, you know, I don't like to say that I empathize with Donald Trump. I mean, the only thing I think we have in common is our, is our feelings towards Ivanka, normally. <laughs> but the yeah. buzz of a big rally, that's gonna be exciting, isn't it? And I think he was planning to have his big comeback um, this weekend 
in Tulsa, in Oklahoma, with the mega fans, and it was billed to have over a million people apply. They're gonna have 19,000 people, a spillover venue next door, and we got, we've got a little taste of it, a little taste of the energy right here. Three and a half years in office, and he can't even fill an arena. Steve, yep. that feels like the show that we used to do Tuesdays at South <laughs> For So years, true. All that for space. For years we did that show. <laughs> oh, God, we would have dreamed. We would have dreamed of that. Now, at this rally, Trump was on form, and he really, he really stuck into the big issues that are facing America. He yeah. talked about COVID-19. He talked about racial injustice in the United States. And he also showed people that we're no longer messing around with America's number one enemy, water. Watch this. Bad luck, that guy. Yeah. Poor guy. Wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, I mean, what a show of strength from the President of the United States. It reminds me of Teddy Roosevelt when the Rough Riders riding up the charge in Kelly Hill. It reminds me of JFK sleeping with Marilyn Monroe and then <laughs> Donald Trump smashing a glass of water. Which, to be fair, I don't know how many people here in the UK realize this, but Republicans generally struggle struggle with things like having a glass of water or even having something to eat. I don't know if you remember this. My mother always said, when you're eating pretzels, chew before you swallow. Oh, bless. Chew before you swallow, that's what mama says, because yep. remember, Republicans aren't good at eating. They're not good at drinking, but they are good at fucking us over. <laughs> now, I tweeted that that little clip when I made it about, about George W. Bush doing the thing, remembering that he used to struggle with pretzels. Yeah. And I just said, I miss this guy. Now, I meant that ironically. Let me just tell you, irony doesn't carry well in Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> People were not pleased with that. Um, but I mean, it is kind of sad um, at the end of it all, at the end of that, because basically, you know, not as many people there as Trump had hoped. Yeah. And you could see it when he arrived back at the White House alone after the rally. I mean, we've never seen Donald Trump like this, Steve. He's got wow. his tie undone. It's almost like he's been doing the show in the room I'm in right now. He's crumpled up mega hats. He's going to start singing one for the road, isn't he? He's got that kind of and, Frank yeah. Sinatra vibe. The end is near, and so we've reached the final curtain. I mean, he's walking the way I walk when I come out of a pub when I used to come out of those, trying to look like I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know he doesn't drink, but he does. He just, I mean, he looked broken. But what was even better about that moment was because he had his collar unbuttoned, and we don't normally see that, we were able to get this close-up of the inside of his shirt. Wow. Look at that! Has he wiped his bottom on it? That is unbelievable. Do you know this? You know, many people mock Donald Trump, and you know, I'm always here to defend him. But the the stroke yeah. of genius that is there that for the rest of us, if we come home with makeup on our collar, we are going to get in a lot of trouble. Whereas mm. if you can cover your own collar in your own foundation, you're never going to get caught. That's how he does it. He knows what he's doing. I mean, if you scrub him enough, if you wash him down enough, is it is it Vladimir Putin under there? <laughs> Could be. Wow. That That'll be, you never see them in the same room apart from when they're together. 
Oh yeah, which is frequently. But um, but yeah, it was a rough. It was a rough week, and we. I mean, we've all had rough weekend gigs, haven't we? We used to, <laughs> back in the day. So, um, yeah. but yeah, Trump is back. The, he's back. One of the things that you said that really wound me up because again, I'm I'm quite a logical brain, and I can't mm. help but be annoyed by it. Is is what he was saying about reducing the number of testing because the testing is the problem. Let's have a look at the clip. You do testing to that extent, you're going to find more people. You're going to find more cases. So I said to my people, slow the testing down, please. So many things to unpack there. Why does he do a Jerry Lewis impression towards it? Slow the testing down, please. Why does he Jerry Lewis it at the end? No one's explained that to me. Um, and it's, I mean, I don't need to explain it to you, do I? It, it's simple that, yes, you won't get as many cases if you don't find them, but that doesn't mean you're curing it. Urgh. And that's why, to find out more about this, um, I'm joined on the line now by Donald Trump himself. Hello. Hello, fake news. Oh, fake news. So you watched The Mash Report. Thank you very much. What? Never mind. Um, so, look, your idea uh, is that if you don't test for coronavirus, you won't get cases of coronavirus, and that's good. I totally agree. It's a stroke of genius. All of these so-called doctors were trying to find a way of getting the number of cases down to zero. I solved it. I should be some kind of doctor. Well, I mean, you grab women like a certain kind of doctor, but no, the, the, the point that I'm trying to make is it doesn't make any sense. That's like saying, if we stop testing for cancer, there'll be no cancer-positive cases. Are you writing that down? It's a great idea, Steve. I'm going to do it. The Donald has just cured cancer. No, my point is the total opposite. That it's a, it's a stupid idea. It's like saying if you stop looking at crime figures, you can then report that there are no murders. Oh, you little! I'm tough on crime. Tough on the causes of counting crime. Doesn't make any sense. Why did you? How did you even come up with this stupid idea? In 2006, I slept with porn star Stormy Daniels, and I didn't use protection. So? So I needed to find a way to be sure that I wouldn't test positive for any STIs. You're a terrible man, Donald. Thanks for joining us. Um, so gladly we got to the bottom of that one eventually. Whew. Good. Um, right. What a weekend. Before we get carry on with the news, loads of messages coming through. I should have uh, got some more of these. Um, let's have a look. Chris says, uh, as a musician, I doubt that I'll be gigging again soon. I know I feel the pain. We just can't get out of there. Taking a long, hard swig of uh, ultraviolet treated bleach infused H2O. That's what it was. Yeah, t totally. Um, uh, or did they swap it with vodka and not tell him? Which explains the walk at the end. Uh, Sal says... Um, so if you don't report murders, there will be less killers. Yeah, there'll be fewer yeah. people found guilty of killing, so you might be onto something. Send a letter to Donald Trump. He'll probably love some <laughs> of that stuff. Um, crack down the wall, uh, says Stephen Leatherdale on YouTube. Uh, is it the Stevie version of Breaking Bad? It's getting that way. It's getting that way. Um, also, before we... Uh, don't forget the links at the bottom, but I wanted to quickly do this as well. We've been saying for ages that if you're watching this, send us a picture of how you're watching it, especially mm. if you're doing the YouTube or whatever being thrown to your TV. If we're on yep. your TV set, we would love to see the pictures. And we've had some sent into us. Uh, so here's a picture of... Uh, we're on Stu's telly. That's when he was watching us on his telly there. Um, nice. James sent us a picture. This is when we were on James's telly. That was in Canada. Yeah, it's nice. And then um, uh, Keith from Wales sent us a picture. Uh, he sent me an email saying, I caught the end of last week's show, and here's the picture. Rude. <laughs> Rude. Nice. That, there's no need for that. There's no need for body shaming. I think that's what's happening there. 
<laughs> I just like the fact that I'm thinner. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's usually not the case um, nicely done so yeah wherever you're watching this you can keep the messages coming through we'll delve into those some more and don't forget if you enjoy the show so much that you'd buy us a drink afterwards here's how you can sling some money in the direction of two yep. out of work chaps yep and thank you I can see on my little device here that a few drinks have come through so thank you very much to anybody hey. who has chucked us uh, some uh, we'll be able to spend it in the pub again soon yeah well you we can might not be able to perform it. in the pub but we can go and spend our money there but uh yes so please do contribute and also there's a we're trying to build up the youtube subscription so if you want to subscribe to the channel on youtube as well uh please do that and all the social medias and everything else um right um should we carry on yes back to trump uh, you think yeah yeah well this was something that i mean there's so many weird things with this trump presidency but i mean this weekend we saw a w even weirder one because trump jr donald jr has started his own channel and his own podcast which they videotape as well oh, you, hate, you hate people who watch uh, who set up their own stream and podcast stuff i know oh. losers um so he interviewed his dad now you'd think this is a chance it's son it's dad it's a chance to show some humanity it's to show some compassion to kind of set aside the way that they always come across show a little bit of genuine connection there's a chance for that <laughs> it didn't happen it was an incredible exchange that started like this so i have a couple questions that i think are on all of the minds of our viewers so the first one which is the big one also on my mind is which is your favorite trump child and why is it ivanka the wise guy over there. All the same, 100%. 100%? 100%. And I'll even say you only for purposes of this interview. But other than that, all the same. Okay, well, I'm going to remember that, okay? Because that's... Okay. Oh, that's heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I remember that you said that, Dad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna record this bit where you said that it was me, and I'm just gonna play it over again in a loop because I'm, I just need your affection. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> I watched it. I'm like, they, I mean, because they edited this before they put it out, and they went back to him for the reaction shot where he clearly was just like, oh, it's just, it's heartbreaking. But he thought, you know what, Father, because it was a pre-Father's Day thing. I'm gonna get a gift for you, Dad, because I really know what you mostly want. And so he made what every father wants is an attack ad against your opponent. Because what says love more than propaganda? Now, <laughs> he gave him the ad. I'm not gonna show the ad because it's all lies. But this is Trump's reaction to the gift. I was a good present. Oh, <laughs> oh. He, Trump has more passion for drinking a glass of water than he does for that gift. He's like, I drank the water! I drank the water! My son, uh, just stop trying so hard, Junior. I mean, but, but, but even more than that, you might not have caught this, because I watch this clip a lot. Um, why don't you watch it again? Not yet. And there's gonna be a moment where you see Trump, Donald Sr., look to the right, to his right, as if he's looking behind Junior to see, am I doing this right? Am I showing that I love him? Click light again. I was a good present. Oh, right there. <laughs> that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I was just like, that was a good present. I do it tonight. Is that enough? Have I shown him enough affection now? Can we move on, Ivanka? Now, it could almost make you have empathy for Don Jr. Yeah. Almost. And then you just have to look at this. Oh, yes. There he is. Yeah, where he's murdered an endangered sheep. I think in Mongolia. Fucking <laughs> like Mongolia. So, uh, yeah. No more, no more, no more empathy. Um, 
I mean, it's hard. To, it's I have to admit, it would be hard to buy Donald Trump something, wouldn't it? How do you buy the man who's had an election bought for him? <laughs> well, I think he's looking for another one. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you want to buy him something, it could be uh, could be interested in that. Um, right, so some of the messages coming through, the bishop says, if we remember back to when I was doing my little bit of uh, acting, and by the way, I did notice when you came back off that um, Donald Trump Jr. clip and you did the I Miss You Dad, mm. some pretty good acting as well. This whole show is yeah. getting I, into I, acting. Because I have a degree in theatre, I prefer, I prefer to do my acting live. Okay. So, I don't, you know, you're more of a TV star, I'm more of a live artist. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bishop says, you look camp as beep wearing that tablecloth as a scarf. The bishop, it was a scarf. It's an actual <laughs> tablecloth. Is a... What? It's my actual scarf. It's in the drawers back there. I only kept it for you, play acting. Do you use it when you're having your pizza in the park? Yeah. No, you never know because you, you don't want to get cold when you're having your pizza <laughs> in the park. Um, Chris says the sheep committed suicide. Yeah, that's true. Scandal. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. um, and uh, let's have a look. So more of the messages coming through. And we can see people are getting involved in this buying as a drink down the bottom. Yes, you go to this jokepit.com uh, forward slash fan page. I've learned forward slash CIQSP. It does have to be capitals for the thing. Uh, oh, just an, another message saying Mark Randall says uh, there are good sheep on both sides. <laughs> good point. But well, we are not going to endorse that view, Mark. Um, right. So moving on. <laughs> Wherever you're watching this, send us some messages. You can get us on Twitter as well. Right. Um, big news as well. We've got to cover this story. I saw this yep. in uh, one of the websites. Man caught smuggling cocaine inside fake penis after landing at airport. And before we get rid of the still... Um, the little next sentence gets worse as it goes along. So it's a Brit landed at Brussels Airport, and it said, um, after returning from a trip to Jamaica to visit his mother. Oh. Hey, Mum, you see my fake peen? Oh. There are some things that you don't want to, you know, have stuffed by people you're related to. Um, mm. I obviously don't like what this guy did. I mean, you know, drug smuggling I can give or take, but what yeah. a waste of a fake penis. If I had a fake penis... <laughs> I would not be smuggling drugs with it. I would be walking around with the most impressive poolside profile shot I've ever had. Um, maybe that's how they caught him, though. I imagine, you know, if you give a bloke a fake penis, he'll be walking through the airport going, Oi, oi! Oh, look at that! Wee! And that makes, makes you easier to spot. Um, it's interesting, because normally people smuggle things, you know, up the uh, nature's pocket. I yep. suppose he could have done that as well. That is the good thing about a fake penis. Um, it fits up there. Um, yes, it does. Here is my concern. <laughs> um, that When Richard Reed, the shoe bomber, was caught with bombs in his uh -huh. shoes, ever since then we've not been allowed yep. to wear our shoes when we were walking through security in an airport. Mm -hmm. Now, if people are smuggling things in their fake penises, I'm a little <laughs> bit worried about what's going to happen to the security checks. So, look, this show... Uh, comics in quarantine solving problems we're not just here just to talk we do investigative journalism as well yeah so i mic myself up and did some undercover because we couldn't do filming in the airport you're not allowed to film yeah. but yeah. you can record so i got i got a wire on me so i could record the conversation as earlier on today i tried to get through stansted airport's uh, security here's my report all right sir if you kindly put your shoes in the tray oh yes of course yeah and also your belt oh yeah and your trousers i'm sorry Sir, please do not make a scene. Make a scene? You're the one getting me to take my trousers off in an airport. <sighs> and is that your penis, sir? What? Did you pack those pants yourself? What on earth do you mean? Take them off. No. 
Look, sir, if you want to get on this flight, take those off. Okay. There. And now you're going to try and work out if this is fake and I'm using it to smuggle drugs? Uh, no, sir. Because if you're using that to smuggle drugs, it's barely enough for personal use. I guess I'm you took all you took the time to to go to Stansted and do that investigative journalism, yeah. and you still gave yourself a tiny willy. Yep. Yeah. You could have you could have gone large, Steve. This is why, this is what holds your career back. Is it? I don't know. I can't help thinking it's it's, it's helping me. Um, the uh, some of the messages. So Chris says up the council gritter. Um, thank you for that message. <laughs> One of the Frankie Howard films that they don't put on ITV for so often. Um, and let's have a look. So on Twitter as well, you keep the messages coming through on Twitter. Mark Randall, before we get to that, says, Method. Yep. Thank you. Uh, the bishop says, is this you without a beard? And he sent a gif of uh, someone looking pretty manly. Yeah, let's yeah. say that's it. Uh, not only have I put you on my big 56-incher, but I've recorded you to reprobates so that I can uh, so that you can hear yourselves. Oh, my days. Hang on. That's it. Wait a minute. There you go. Look at that. A recording of us begging rather than just That's seeing like it happen live. <laughs> Did you record the bit where we're asking for money? So yes, yeah. it's a good it's a good it's a good plug to say that you can you can contribute to the show. Uh especially because peanuts uh, Steve really needs that extension. Yeah, it's not gonna grow um, itself. Well it is, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I think we're we're getting very close to our final story of the show, yeah. uh, but uh, that which means it's your final chance or two um, to hit us up with the joke pit page. But you can do that later if you enjoy the show. You can share it with your friends and send it around. That's always good to do and subscribe. All those kind of fun things. Yeah. Um, now this next segment, this is becoming a regular feature on the show. If you go back and rewatch, and as I do all every day, I think I start the day watching the old shows. Don't you, Steve? Oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I sit around yeah. watching them late night more for me. What else? What else is there to do? Um, this appeared in uh, episode 10. This appeared in episode 18. And by this, I mean a lady who's been teaching. She's from America. She's my people. And she's been she's been translating some British, some, what, what some people call British traditions. Oh, well, that one. And, yeah. And yeah, I mean, she's been showing ways that I think you don't realize how you've been doing some things. But she, you're, she's making them better. She's taking British things and making them better. So and this... now she's she's moved beyond tea. This is the tea lady. Oh, so the woman who was teaching everyone how to make British tea by microwaving yep. it and adding a tablespoons yeah. of tang. Yep. I don't yep. even That's understand most of that sentence. <laughs> it's America. It's a great yeah. country. So what's she done now? Um, well, she's decided to tackle the English breakfast. All right, let's see. Yeah. Ooh, wait a minute. Hang on, let's, here we are. <laughs> hey, guys. So after my last videos, I got a lot of questions about trying an English breakfast. So today I am going to make you some British eggs. I understand the concept of English breakfast. Full English yeah. is a phrase, but British eggs. Is mm -hmm. that a phrase that is used around the world? Does she think yeah. British people lay eggs? <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, you kind of are uptight, and um, <laughs> you do tend to have a lot of feathers. Um, we don't. She's from America. She has no idea what other people from other countries are like. Are okay. you kidding? All right, let's watch a bit more of it. So first, you want to get your eggs out of the fridge. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then you want to crack them. Yeah. Put them in a bowl. Add a little salt. Add a little pepper. I mean, so far that's looking all right. Technically, there'll be some people messaging yeah. us now saying, uh, "Actually, you're not meant to put." Uh, eggs in the fridge <laughs> but yeah no one's gonna die true. from it but um okay then then what happens add a 
add a little sugar. What? Add a little whipped cream. <laughs> the hell? Whisk it together. You're making a meringue loaf. Put them in the microwave. <laughs> Set it for two minutes. And that's how you cook British eggs. It is bloody not. That is a hate crime. That's... I've never been so offended in my life. We don't have stoves in America or, or grills or counters or everything is in the microwave. Because everything has that little nuclear edge to it there. Um, what, it's a work of art, what she's done. Sugar and cream on top. <laughs> Pick one. Sweet or savoury. Main course or dessert. Don't try and do both at once. It's uh, beautiful, isn't it? I mean, just... Is she doing it deliberately, either as because she knows she's going to like go viral when these things hit the web, or because she just hates Britain? <laughs> I think she must like getting abuse. Yeah. I mean, the amount of visceral. I mean, I send a tweet, an ironic tweet about George W. Bush, and I've had, I've <laughs> <laughs> made a lot. I mean, from you know, and uh, yeah, she puts that out there, and she's now. I do know why they keep uh, eggs in the fridge in America. Yeah, what is that? A little fun fact, I know you like your science, is because in America, we wash our eggs before they're delivered to shops and homes. So they scrub away the protective layer that's on the egg. Uh, and that's why you don't have to refrigerate your eggs here. Okay. I like the I like the fact, why are you washing, do you also eat the shell? Is that, is that what it is? Uh, so because, uh, because salmonella could be on the egg. And so you, you can basically take an eggshell in America and you can just get in there. And just, well, it's just... good that you've got hobbies. Oh, yeah. I, so you can do that magic trick where you put, you put half a, an egg-shaped yep. thing on your tongue. You don't have to wash it first. It comes ready from the store. Okay. Okay. Good yeah. to know. Um, <laughs> so Chris Chris says, tis blasphemy. It flipping it. Because I don't <laughs> mind. Look, if you want to take some eggs and, uh, as they say technically, fuck them up, then you can do that. But don't call them <laughs> British eggs. That's the thing that makes it offensive. Just, you know, it's like taking a dump in a bowl. That's fine until you name it after another nation, in which case it's then offensive. Um, we've got some more messages to do as well. So look, so we've got a picture from, it's going to be difficult to see. And also, I don't know if there's any other details on there that we shouldn't be seeing. Oh. But um, uh, a picture from Sal, who's got a picture of us on his TV. We'll add that to the show uh -huh. for the next time. And so. Stephen Leatherdale sent one, um, mm. which is his TV behind his plant Add to that, I've got a ginger beard. And he says, and where's his words? Um, when at Mr. Stephen Allen morphed into David Bellamy. And there's a picture of me looking very much grappling great nuts. There's, uh, <laughs> the colours aren't quite right. We'll add that into the show. We'll add that into the show for Thursday. David Bellamy, look at that. Mm. Uh, well, well I, think, I think we're out of time. Yeah, we're nearly there. Um, so, yeah, I think we're back on Thursday, uh, and it's going to be even hotter then. So we will be sweating. I mean, I'm sweating. Are you sweating? Do you know I'm not doing too bad because I dress like a, an ice cream vendor for this show? So um, I'm warm because it's just the color. Uh, but we'll be back on Thursday at 9 o'clock uh, British summertime here in the UK or whatever time that is, wherever you are. You can catch us on the YouTube, on the Facebook, on the Twitter, all those things. You can watch the show back. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, and um, how do I say this politely? Send us money? Yeah. If you have enjoyed, if you saw this live and you're in a bar with us, this is how I like to phrase it, and afterwards you'd be like, I'll get you a drink. That was all right. Then that money, slap it in this direction. Somehow we will try and eke a living out of it. Here we go. It's very simple. So, uh, yeah, that's otherwise, because um, we still have until July 4th until any whatever level of bingo halls and museums open. So this is it. We're still we're still your only option. Yeah, I got this. If, if anyone is looking for a bingo caller, I do have two oranges. There you go. Does that that's help? You, should we start doing live bingo on, on YouTube? 
It's not a bad idea, actually. We might get more hits. Uh, lovely stuff. Oh, uh, Chris says, first our tea and now our eggs enraged of Sheppy. We're just causing anger. This is going to be another one of those wars with America, and it's all yep. about eggs. The last one was about tea, so, I mean, they dumped it in the harbour and it all kicked off. Now look what they've done to our eggs. <laughs> yep, it's never going to end. Wait till she gets hold of a sausage and bangers, bangers and mash. The way you use that phrase sounds <laughs> wrong. I didn't really plan it out. I was just thinking, yeah, it didn't. All right, it so we've also got um, the, the bishop says, that's so bad, and he screenshot a picture of my scarf. What's wrong with that scarf? It's what I, it's a summer <laughs> scarf for summertime scarfings. It's not a winter okay. scarf, which is purely thermal. A summertime scarf is has to be airy, but also yeah. fashionable. Let's just say before you were on national television, you never wore scarves like that. <laughs> That's just, I'm just, I've known you a long time and that is not coming up. Well, yeah. you know, I'm not saying it's changed me, but it's, yeah. it's let me afford scarf money, summertime scarf money. So that's how yeah. well I'm doing <laughs> right I think we're out of time we're done we've slightly overrun but thank you very much for watching this stuff and then Thursday 9 o'clock we'll see you then here you go thank you very much till then bye bye bye